Well, we're consistently inconsistent. <laughs> right. I wish somebody loved me as much as you love Fruit Punch Food. Can I edit my list? <laughs> I had a salad yesterday. Oh. It was good. That's good. Where from? Proud of you, Chad. Uh, from uh, <laughs> Brewhouse. It's cool that after, you know, six years or whatever that you guys stuck it out, you know, you really cared about the name that much. I got to tell you, here at Sonder, what we would have done. <laughs> Feels like NASA's going to have a problem with this. Uh, let's pick a new name. One of my favorite things you've ever said, Danny, is that Friday is a feeling. Yep. Oh. It's like vacation I is a feeling. On me. If you're worried about the dirt and the grime, the germs, whatever it may be on the outside of your lime, Stay home, man. Every time we listen to that, something new comes. I, I say this a lot, right, in all of our intros. Every time we listen to the intro, something new comes on that I catch. That time I caught that uh, Chad said uh, when he talks about the salad, that he said <laughs> that you hear Olivia, like, pause, like, what? Oh. Like, catch it, like, stops him. <laughs> Like she was shocked that yeah yeah that he was that he said that um, okay so we have uh, possibly the most motley crew we have we have yet, <laughs> which is uh, Mark Miller uh, bartender extraordinaire first time on the pod and uh, Yosemite Ben Ramsey over here um, everyone's favorite short gingered brewer from downstairs. Oh, absolutely. Is that fair to say, Ben? Uh, easy. easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Mark, your first time on the pod. Danny alluded to it, so I'm welcome. Yeah, thank you. Um, you came bearing gifts, so that's know, you fun. Poured, you poured a Blanton's for uh, us. And, cheers. And a, uh, yeah, cheers. A very nice pour of Blanton's, in fact. Uh, I asked for a halfy. Yeah. 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 I, I guess you also got a halfy. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Three-year uh, anniversary. Thanks, brother. Comes hey, around cheers. Once. Cheers. To my sales. I'm not shooting this. So that would be disrespectful to Mr. Blanton. That's correct. So, Mark, you've been behind the bar with us for most of the entire time, right? Correct, you started yeah. pretty quickly after we opened. Yep, that's right. How has this year been different behind the bar than years past? Ooh, that's a great question. We've had, obviously, the challenges of COVID, um, but I think we've done a really good job of making people feel very comfortable here. Uh, we did that from the get-go. The tap room management uh, made it very clear that safety was number one uh, to everybody, and uh, we still continue to to carry uh, on uh, all the measures to make sure people feel safe, and we get that compliment quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you're starting to see people relax again, and uh, you know, not necessarily let their guard down, but enjoy uh, coming in and. You know, having a good time like they did pre-COVID and not worry about the ramifications of COVID. So yeah. it's been nice to see people, you know, getting together, talking about beers, uh, talking about bourbon. And, you know, when they start doing that, you know, the, the fences come down and all of a sudden you see strangers at the bar become friends. And that's that's one of the cool things that we see when, when, when that happens. You know, they happened the other night when I was working some neighbors of mine came in. They started talking to some investors. They didn't really know each other, but before you knew it, they had a whole bunch of things in common. And at the end of the night, they were friends exchanging phone numbers. So it was, it awesome. was really cool. Yeah, really cool to see. I'm always, I think I've said it numerous times in this podcast, I'm always thoroughly impressed with the ability of our bar staff to, you know, communicate the beers we have on the board, uh, relate to our customers, and really just provide an excellent experience. 
Um, I, I do enjoy watching you guys work. I think it's really fun. I appreciate that. It's fun to get people to branch out. And mm-hmm. what we do so well here is that every style of beer is, you know, point on to the style. Mm-hmm. So when somebody says they like Blue Moon, we know where to point them. You know, mm-hmm. if they like a stout, we know where to point them. If they yeah. like IPAs, obviously, we know where to point them. But it's really more fun to get people to get out of their comfort zone and try something new. If you say what kind of flavor profile you like, you know, and, it, and it's tough because sometimes we are super busy and you don't have a ton of time to you talk get, to people. You got a daunting so, line. It's hard for you. Exactly. To have a it's really ha- it, it is. It's tough, but we try to make time for everybody. And you know, most people are actually totally okay with waiting in line because they want to be able to purchase the beer and then enjoy it to its fullest. So. For sure. I'm. I'm actually. Uh, we just recently made some changes in the tap room to. Kind of back to what it used to be normally, but I just love the, like, we combine a lot of the longer tables together, so it's more of the, like, beer garden seating again, where it's not just, like, one group, like, your own group at the table by themselves. It's, like, really cool to kind of have that, because you get that mix at the bar naturally, right? Like, you, if you're sitting at the bar, you're likely with another person Correct. or maybe two at most, you know, three extra people. So it's easy to meet people when you're sitting next to them at the bar. I think it's really cool when you sit down at a brewery and, you know, there's four or five groups at one long table and, you know, you overhear something and you kind of chime in, you have that kind of conversation. It's a lot of uh, – the, the tap room feels more lively when it's like that. I'm no really qu- no question that about matter. it. I mean, and it, it's loud. When you walk out of here at night, your, your ears are ringing. But yeah. that's a great feeling because you know people had a really good time. I and mean, when it's so loud that you can't even hear the music that we have playing <laughs> yeah. because people are actually talking – they're not on their phones and they're just hanging out and having a good time. That makes you feel pretty good. Yeah, that is a uh, that is always very rewarding. It's it's fun seeing people have fun in our space. Absolutely. For sure, for sure, and that's something that that we continue to see grow. Right. Mm-hmm. So over the last year, I, I I noticed, and I'm sure being behind the bar, you know, that you would have noticed as well. But it seems to be that what used to be. Uh, known as maybe a quieter or a deader time, those times are fewer and further between, right? Yeah, you know, no question. I mean, you know, our first year before COVID, during the winter, I mean, man, this place was rocking. It was, <laughs> the roof was shaking. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was so loud and it was crazy. And then you had COVID. And then even after kind of we were in the home stretch of getting past COVID, uh, you had people that were still just more comfortable outside, right? And I even thought that that would kind of, wallow into the to the winter months as we're approaching but i've seen already in the last two weekends people are pretty comfortable starting to be more comfortable inside and that noise volume is picking up uh the tent last weekend we had quite a few people mm-hmm. you know the heated space is great it's feeling yeah. really good in there and i think you know i think between the tap room and the and the uh tent we've got a really nice environment for people to stay a long time on on any given night so for sure Ben, what is what has this year been like for you? As as production has ramped up, and as we have really gotten to max production for most of the year, how has that changed for you being in the back there, um, making the delicious liquid? You're now one of the more tenured uh, members of the team. Yeah, I've been here a little. It'd be two, it's two and a half years, I guess. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, That's so awesome. it's crazy to think. I doesn't feel like I've been here that long. That's mm. true. But in uh, some ways, in some ways, it yeah, does. in some way it does. Like in, <laughs> it's obviously it's changed substantially. Uh, growth wise uh, and that was kind of neat to see obviously you know during COVID it was COVID you know but now uh, it's like I don't know it's back to normal it feel, well it's busier uh, 
and we've had to make adjustments. Everybody has had to make adjustments. Uh, supply and demand, logistics, everything changes. It's been crazy. It's been fun. Yeah. Uh, there's been ups, there's been downs, you know. Yep. Uh, yeah, but it's, like, it's been awesome. I feel like for, you know, we all feel this, uh, but we – We've only, I mean, we're, we're three years old, you know, and it's, it feels like we're just constantly adapting and changing. So I feel like we handled COVID insanely well um, from a ton of aspects. And I feel like production was one of them. You guys being able to adapt and change and work through, you know, the process of ordering materials and doing cans and stuff like that. You guys being flexible has been huge. And I think that's... Like you said, adapting, that's probably one of the biggest things. I mean, we've always tried to, and Chase has always been a big proponent of having us cross-trained in everything. Yeah. Uh, but being cross-trained in everything down there and doing a little bit of everything, it's made this a lot easier as far as adapting's gone, for sure. Yeah, you guys are a well-rounded team. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, go back to a beer that kind of went under the radar because it was in the heart of COVID. But Pivot. Pivot, yeah. right, exactly. I mean, everybody, the tap room pivoted to carry out, and then the delivery was, you know, on point. And then, like like Ben said, the production, you know, what they were able to do. And, you know, everything was so timely, getting, getting the canning line in right before COVID, you know, getting into the stores and being able to continue the retail side. That was huge. That was huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it positioned us well to be able to to get through it. That's for sure. Um, we think that um, as times continue to evolve and get better, that 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 our taproom space just will continue to to grow as well as our production side. Um, what are you guys looking forward to in 2022 as it pertains to what you're doing today? I guess continued steady growth. Uh, yeah. As long as I know that. It's a nice going, company answer there, Ben. I it is. Uh, no, 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 it is. For real, one, well, for me, that's uh, that's security for me, honestly. Sure, you know? sure. Yeah. Uh, and it's exciting. Uh, it's a comforting thing. Are you it excited is. to see those big 120s coming in? Yeah. Uh, that's going to make, well, that'll make everything a lot easier. Sure. Uh, you know, cut down on the brewing so much and so frequently. Uh, well, probably not. But I was about to say, uh, shouldn't it be more brewing? Yeah, it will be. Uh, but, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm an idiot. That, like, that, more work, right? But at least, at least we'll have uh, more of this product. I think it'll give us an opportunity to, so we're not brewing the same thing all the time. Yeah, that's right. That's you right. Know, so that's what I mean as far as uh, not not less brewing. I sure, guess. sure. Uh, still having a variety without it. It gets monotonous sometimes, uh, yeah. bringing the same thing all the time, all the time, all the time. Yeah, but for that's sure. that's part of it, and that's a good thing too. Uh, leans, you know, that means our core beers are, uh, you know, keeping us rocking. So that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah, they keep us healthy for sure. Um, it's nice. You talked about security, like you know, our our core beer sales, something that um, we get a lot of notoriety for. Like that keep that makes me feel comfortable that we rely on those four beers to keep us going. And I think from the taproom side, what's exciting for us is to start seeing, you know, what hopefully happens in the future is bigger space, event spaces, things where we can have multiple large events going on at the same time. That's really exciting because we can be that venue where we are literally booked out a year, Mm -hmm. 18 months in advance. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, too, we really love having, you know, what's happened in the last couple months 
happy hours are back. The corporate happy hours. Every day we start getting busy, 3, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the it's afternoon. Nice and it's really hours. nice to see those regulars back here because they're back in the office and they know what they can come in for, get the enjoyable experience that they, you know, are used to having pre-COVID. Yeah. And it's really great to see those faces again. So I think I think the future is, I mean, our, our future is unlimited. I mean, it, we can only get bigger. Uh, the taproom space is what it is right now. It's still big, but it can be bigger. I mean, yeah. we we are we are growing, and it's going to be huge. It's funny you bring up the happy hour crowd. I have three buddies from college who they work at three different companies, but in this area, and there's not a ton of like straight up happy hour spots in this area. You know, it's a lot of like restaurants, sit down spots. So often they're here, and they're here so often that they don't even preface that they're coming anymore. They used to, right? Like, oh, hey, I'm going to Sandra. Like, you only know if you're going to be there this afternoon. It's like, they will straight up just send me a picture of them with a beer in our tap room. Like, hey, hope you're here. Come down if you are. Like, it's really cool to have those guys back in the building all the time. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun when you start seeing the same people again over and over, and we are starting to see that because they are people are ready to be back out, you know, and, For sure. and get back to their norm. They're normal things. So, and this is a normal thing for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's part of us being engrossed into the community is we have become on the radar and a normal spot for, for people in this area, which, Correct. Is, which is what we've always strived to be. Right. right. Like I see, you know, Thursday nights, I see a lot of the same, uh, like Mason, I'm a, I'm a Mason resident. A lot of the Mason, you know, varsity sport groups that come here on a Thursday night, you're starting to see them every Thursday night now. Mm-hmm. So they talk about their sport or, or group or activity or whatever. And that is just so great to see. It's tough being Chad Blount again in the tap room because he can't go in there without running into five people. Well, I would say it's just tough to be Chad Blount in general. No, <laughs> but, but that makes that, that's, that adds to why. Um, Give us a, a memory that you guys have. One of your favorite memories from working at Sonder this year. I would say for me, um, I had a rough year from an accident, and my first shift back, um, my wife surprised me and invited a lot of people. And I'm going to get emotional about this, but hey, that's I right. would that's, say that's uh, over 100 friends and family at least came that night to see me um, back behind the bar for the first time uh, coming back from that injury. So um, for me, that was, that was a very special night. I love that. That's awesome. I do too. I do too. I love, I love that. Yeah. It's cool that that happened here, right? Because you're a part of this family and for them to feel like this was the place to come celebrate you is really, really cool. Your yeah. daughter even works at Brew River now. And my daughter works at Brew River. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. So it was it was nice to see. Um, I felt really appreciated, and uh, uh, you know, it was a big it was a big obstacle to overcome. Yeah. And so. you and you did, and here we are. And I did, Absolutely. and here we are. Right? And now it's just you know now it's just a thing. So yeah. you know, good days and bad days, but we get through it. And uh, but I know that I have my Sonder family, you know, always to uh, keep me grounded. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere, that is for sure. What about you, Benny Boo? It leaves me, yeah. Uh, so, uh, for me, it would probably be uh, that Country Boy collab. Yeah. yeah. I just thought about that, yeah. Yeah, that uh, hits home for you. It does. So, it was fun getting back down there with those guys, and that's literally been in the making for me that I've wanted to do uh, since probably 2013. 
Yeah. Uh, hey, if you could get them to, I don't know, respond so that we could plan the, <laughs> plan the, the, ne- the yeah, next plan one here, out. that'd yeah, be great. Right. Uh, yeah, so I'll probably <laughs> we, shoot, shoot a text maybe. No, I, I really I've, been, I've been busting DH's chops yeah, about it. Absolutely. Just, I, I really talked, want to uh, get those guys up here. Oh, yeah, we will. Yeah, we will. for sure. Yeah. We need to. And like I said, that, that meant a lot to me. That, that was something I'd been wanting to do for a long time. And, yeah. uh, you know, I love those guys down there. They've done a lot for me uh, just in the brewing industry in general. And they're good friends, and I love them to death, so... Uh, it was fun to do that. It was fun to go down there, hang out with them, and you know, and the product. I loved it. Uh, it was awesome. So those uh, those guys me. have yeah. become friends of ours now, and it's it's really really fun to you know have that camaraderie um, with those folks as they mirror with us so well. Justin brought it up on I don't even remember which of the podcasts we've done, but how much fun that day was with me, you, Justin, and Chase. Like, thank God you were there because we would have, would have had to have spent the night in Lexington oh, yeah. if you weren't because we one moored our way into about six extra hours of drinking. We were planning on leaving at 3.30, and then 15 one mores later, Turned it's 9, 9 o'clock. o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely blame DH for that. I oh, think 100%. I remember, yeah, I think I remember was, uh, seeing you guys I was working that night when you got when back to the back, tap yeah. room. Yeah, and yeah, we, we, we were like, <laughs> thank well, you for that. <laughs> you know what happened is we were getting ready to leave to go eat, yes. and then Evan... Yes. Was like, oh, no, I got this. Yeah. And then he brought, and he, out, he brought out food. food. Yeah. Tons yep. of it. Yeah, and lots beers. of food. And next Dude, thing you know, beers are coming. <laughs> I was slugging key lime cougar baits. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I love that beer That so was DH much. on the first part of the clip about the lime, wasn't it? Yes. That's yes. got to be him. I <laughs> yes. can recognize that voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's you're worried about the, the grime yeah. and the dust on your limes, and stay home, man. I think uh, that conversation had to have stemmed from me talking about key lime cougar bait, right? Uh, and that's got, what that's what it reminded it was, me of. The, the conversation stemmed from because we got into like you saying that you loved a beer with a lime, and it may have been that. And that I, you I, loved a beer with a lime. I made the joke, "Don't put the lime in your beer because it's nasty." And then he went on his tangent. DH, DH had like a three minute bit. It's the best rant we've ever had on Sonder so Stories, funny, and it's yeah. not particularly close. Oh my god, it was so good. That he, guy, that guy can get behind a mic. Well, and some of his country sayings, and I. Uh, he said that one. I don't remember what it was now. That was, night or uh, no, on the no, podcast? No, no. I don't. It was that night, I think. But I don't even remember what it was. But he's just got the most country sayings, <laughs> and you're just like, it was about the nail and a hammer, or a nail. Or I don't even know what it was, and none of it. Are dead or in a doornail? That's what it was. Or something. Dead I heard it, and I was just like, well, yeah, you know, because I'm from Kentucky. <laughs> right. Nobody. That was just silence. You, pin yeah. drop, and I'm like, but I didn't know what it meant. Yeah, I didn't even explain of the Ohio it to River me. Is like, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's just those guys are awesome. So for me, like I said, it, it's them, and I, you know, that was that was awesome, and it, it was fun because I love this company so much, and I love Sonder. Yeah, and it it just meant a lot. To that's a cool career guys, day yeah. for sure. Um, I'm excited for more to come with those folks. Yeah, We're absolutely. definitely not done working with Country Boy. Oh no, that'll hopefully be an annual thing. Those yeah. those are such good people. Yeah, I mostly just want to go down there and drink once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, here's a random question for you guys, but uh, I couldn't think of a better group to ask this question to. If you could go back in time and live in any era, what would it be? I don't even know what mine is. That's a great question. I don't, uh, like the 70s sound fun. I don't really? Know that's a good one. Good music uh, and drugs? I don't know. Yeah, the 70s, I don't know, or the 60s. 
Well, that's a great question because I feel like I'm just such could, a millennial. Like I don't know, the 2000s were fun. But the I problem is, yikes, <laughs> yikes! That's your answer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, as a beer, well, my, mine's a, off the wall. So, like, literally growing up, I wanted to be like a ninja. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. So I would definitely go back to sometime and like. What does that mean? Like, like an like era, an era, and which an era, an era in Japan ninjas were prevalent. <laughs> yeah, like samurai eras. You know, that's what is that going to be? Seventeen hundred? Well, all through up until the eighteen hundreds, I, I guess. I have no idea. That's when the samurai kind of eighteen hundreds disbanded. So you know, <laughs> when the government finally. So you'd go, you'd go probably, into the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Ah, maybe. Like, like in Asia or what? Yeah, Japan. But I see. I'm not going to work. It's not going to work for me. <laughs> yeah, because. I'm red hair, so it's, you know, I'd be like the foreigner ninja guy, samurai, not going to work. So, we're getting, I, don't, we're getting that, I don't know where that's going. See, I would say the 1800s from the standards of you could go in and just order a bourbon anywhere, oh, a true. whiskey, and it, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Like you're drinking whiskey 24-7. Yeah. But as a craft beer drinker, you really can't go back more than 10 years ago. Yeah, so that's I believe what's happening right now is Chase is in the background saying that that wasn't the 1800s. I don't know when it was. Like, what was it, 16, 1700s? Chase, when, Chase, when were ninjas probably? <laughs> <laughs> they had to have disbanded sometime during the late 1800s. Do ninjas have an era? No, but they were going to be there during. Uh, I guess there's still ninjas, right? I mean, my first... I could still be a ninja. You could still be a ninja. Right now. Right now. My first experience with ninjas was Double Dragon video game in the 80s. And oh, I love that game. That's a good game. That's a great game. My experience with ninjas was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh, I did love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> See, that Who was, was your favorite? Uh, I like Donatello. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'll accept that answer. Mm-hmm. I was a Michelangelo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also a good right. one. Um, I'm too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept. I'll accept any answer, but Raphael. Yeah, Raphael was a weirdo. Yeah, Raphael I, was. I, I don't know any of them. <laughs> Chase did some research. <laughs> Look at this. Did He's bringing it up? it up for you. I know. I just pulled it up. 12th century, 1876. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> they were abolished in 1876. That's what I'm saying. That would have been the end of it. So that's no fun. That's true. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not, not fun. You're right. Yeah. Would so you be like a fruit ninja? Like throwing fruit in the air and like, slicing like, it? Like, like the game? game? Yeah. I don't know. I've got a ninja sword at the house. We can bring it in. Like an actual yes. sword? Nice. We still have yeah. a hunter sword up here. Oh, yeah. Where is it? I got, like, I, ninja, I got ninja stars <laughs> and everything. What? Wild, yeah. Wait, what's a ninja star? You know, like the samurai, you know, the oh, like shurikens. Throw? Yeah, throwing stars. Wait. Yeah. Wow. Don't break into the Well, see, house. I love knives don't anyway. Into- but, okay. uh, so I love knives. But that's why I have a sword. Well, even before this conversation, I would have known not to break into Yosemite Ben's house. Probably. Not a good idea. Can you give us our best Yosemite Sam impression? Oh, I don't know if I can. <laughs> you put me on the spot. You got to catch me when I'm mad downstairs. In between, in between my singing, I rant. <laughs> I will say we've been playing this game on the podcast. Like you are the easiest guy to pick out on who's playing music. Oh yeah, mainly yeah. because I I also enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I also. Enjoy I feel it like whenever sure. old school countries that, that on, throwback country, come on, you, yeah. Yep, I definitely throw that on. Yeah. I'm not. When, I'm not a newer country kind of guy. Yeah, because so, even know. when Jeff and like Jeff and Matt control most of the music, but they have similar tastes in music, so it's hard to pick out which one is yeah. which. How do you guys decide who plays what during the course? Good of question. The day? Yes. Uh, whenever Matt and Jeff want to give someone else the reins, like yeah. once a month, maybe. So yeah, usually Jeff, that's like Jeff's thing. Like he runs over there and types it in, but he puts it on like balance. Mm-hmm. They could be yeah. like fifteen minute. 
no music. It's just jam sessions. Yeah. Or I'm, not music, but I, singing. I'm it's, not as into that. Not either. That wouldn't uh, be motivating for me. No. So then it gets a little, you know, stir crazy. Yeah. So then somebody goes change it. Matt. And then those two start fighting. And then somebody <laughs> else just goes over. And then it's usually me. And then I'll type in something. And then I change it. And then we last for a while till one of them. Can't handle it anymore, and we got to go back to jamming. They they do to actually goose. get they go at each other. Are, are Matt and Jeff the best fake couple at Sonder? Yeah, <laughs> probably. They sure bicker like. That. I don't. I don't know if they're the best. They're the most known. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> Everyone knows they're just work husbands. Yeah. You know what I mean. Also, uh, it's sad we were supposed to have our guy Jeff on here. Um, we'll be celebrating in his honor tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, for sure. Uh, prayers up for him mm-hmm. for sure. Um, okay, so Ben, I know, uh, I know, you know, for for health reasons, right now, not really drinking beer. No, um, but we are asking everyone, so I'll ask Mark, um, and you can answer with uh, yes. a Celsius. But uh, what's the most memorable beer you had this year, Mark? Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the best beer you had, but what is the most memorable beer moment you had? It could be a celebratory moment, and might have been. The best beer you had all year because you loved the flavor of it, but the most memorable beer you had. And Ben, I know you are uh, another new. Uh, you had a, another baby this year. Yes, it is. So I would imagine that was ben a Jr. celebratory occasion for you. It was, uh, and that's what we actually. I cracked the bottle of the Illuminati, and did I did you? sip oh, nice. some of that. Yeah. Okay, that's so, awesome. So, uh, I, yeah, I buy all the bottles. I keep them for special occasions. That's yeah. awesome. Okay, uh, but that was so that that yes. question tracks for you. It, that that worked for me. Yeah, and yeah, I did take good. a little nip of it. That's nice. awesome. Uh, it was delicious. It was delicious. Uh, yeah, I still have another bottle. For oh, that gives me goosebumps, brother. That's special cool. case. It was yeah, awesome. Really yeah, cool. so when Ben Junior was born, little baby Ben. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is baby Ben making an appearance tomorrow? Uh, yes, he'll be yes. up here. Uh, Is baby Ben also a little redhead? Uh, he's it's uh, strawberry blonde. <laughs> I was say, probably, probably along a little bit. strawberry, strawberry blonde. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. And trust me, he's just as gorgeous as me. <laughs> he is. I've seen him. Yes, absolutely. That's true. Maybe more handsome, yeah, one might say. Possibly. He yeah. probably gets some of those good looks from my wife. But, <laughs> That's uh, good. That's good to throw out some credit <laughs> for her. Um, right, what about you, Mark? That is a great question. There's so many beers. Um, what? Obviously, my first You Betcha uh, coming back. The, the night that I discussed, uh, coming back to work after a couple months off after the uh, the injury, that was that was pretty special. Um, also delicious beer. And a very delicious beer. Always. I mean, that beer. Is you betcha your favorite, Mark? It, ha- it will always be my favorite, but right now, um, man, anything we do... Well, I will say I drink a lot of seltzer now. I, okay, I am a big, I am big into the seltzer. Do you have a favorite flavor? Lemon lime. I'm all nice. over lemon lime. Have you done uh, half lemon lime, half cherry yet? The Chad Blount special. Well, I thought I was the one that started that actually. Oh, so were you we first? might have. I told told somebody that I th- that's what I was doing. So oh, okay. I don't know. We'll create a controversy. We have do. We do. You're going to have to fend them off but for that. I know. I know. So, because uh, I am a big, big cherry limeade fan. So, yeah. yeah. So I was like, Ooh, this could be a pretty good mix. Okay. Um, but any of our, I mean, I have loved all our double dry hop beers. Do you have yeah. a favorite of those? I have a very distinct favorite. Mine's yeah. Hundo P. Me too. Yeah, me Absolutely. too. Yeah, Hundo P. I loved P. how soft it was. Yep. Hundo P was, 
I described, so what I described when I talked to some, I actually last night was telling two different people, fluffy, light and fluffy. Yeah, yeah right? fluffy's a, yeah. Fluffy is a strange it's word. A strange but it's a strange word, so but because sometimes with you, Betcha, as I've gotten a little older, um, can't drink 12, 15 in a day <laughs> like I used to. Right. So, uh, but. The double dry hops, but but I say you got you will get in trouble because they don't fill you up, but the ABV is right yeah, there, and you, they will sneak. And you know, both both guys yesterday were like, "Yeah, you're dead on. This is this is light and fluffy, but this will get you in a lot of trouble because they go down so smooth, so fast." We're, I mean, those are really good beers. So you were really just, you were describing uh, to the moon with that to right? the moon. Yeah, yeah. last night yeah. I was describing to the moon. Yeah. But Hundo P, same thing. Yeah, I mean, all of them, all I of mean, them have that characteristic. Yeah, they all have sure. like a soft uh, and a, a like certified. A soft I would say certified heater there. too. Actually, yep. yeah, certified heater actually really mellowed out and aged very well, and it's still really good. If you've got a can of that, I mean, all crush th- it. All three of those beers, you can absolutely you can crush those beers. They are yep. delicious. Yep. Absolutely delicious. Yeah. Awesome. Danny, should we hit that last segment? Let's do it. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Here I'm wondering. What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band or some college town bar? It's not All right, Ben, let's start with you. Give us a song you got on repeat right now. What can you not get enough of? Uh, Lost in the Cold by Twiddle. By okay. who? Is that old school country? Uh, no, it's actually uh, kind of like a... Uh, Release this year? No, it's an older one. I was going to look and okay. see when it was. Uh, it's an older, like I said. Uh, it's called Lost in the Cold? Lost in the Cold, Twiddle. It's on the Plump album. So it's kind of like I listened. I know uh, it's obvious. It's odd, like old country and then reggae. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I listen okay. to a lot of reggae. Okay. So anyway, they kind of fall in that kind of reggae okay. stuff. So nice. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's on my repeat quite a bit. Okay. Mark, what about you? What do you have on repeat right now? So I was just looking up because there was a song that recently that I really found. I found that I really like called uh, Adrenaline. Or maybe no, yeah, Adrenaline by Zero Nine Thirty Six. Oh, I know this song. Do you know that song? Yeah, yeah. I can't get enough of that song. It's a good one. Yeah, it's yeah, a really good one. It. Is that a new song? It's a pretty new song, I think. Yeah, I think this year. Yeah, and yeah, it any, is. I see anything it. by Foo Fighters. I'm a huge oh, yeah. Dave Grohl yeah, fan. Foo Fighters is really yeah. good. Okay. I, have, I have a couple friends in my life that like Foo Fighters is like their their gospel. Like they they live and die by Foo Fighters. Dave Grohl is a legend. Mm-hmm. He is a legend. I, I I dig Foo Fighters, but I don't know that I'm like going out of my way to you know listen or go to their concert. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, uh, I feel like they have a lot of music that when it comes on, I'm like, oh yeah, I like this song. Oh, it's Foo Fighters. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You forget that it's Foo Fighters. Yep. I was big into Seven Mary Three. Y'all like Seven Mary Three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's on a lot of my stuff. And Eddie Vedder. Oh, no, that, anything you know what? By that Eddie tracks. Vedder. You seem like an Eddie Vedder guy. Yeah, yeah. Hard Sun by Eddie Vedder. That's awesome. Is, Society is another one song. on my. It's okay. on that same album. Uh, but uh, he re, he did the album for uh, the movie um, Into, Into the, the Wild. Wild. Into the Wild. Yeah. 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 That, when he redid a b- bunch of songs and he did them all ukulele. Yeah. yeah, he did yeah. them all. That was pretty but sweet. Hard yeah. Sun is Hard just Sun's on there. Society's on my repeat favorite songs. That's pretty cool. I agree. 
You yeah. want an outro to that zero nine thirty six song here? Yeah, I've never heard it. This was this is this the one. Like, this is like this my is genre of music. Yeah, really, Mark. We should get down some. We should absolutely. <laughs> I was classic rock all the way, and then like The Cure and REM came out. My friends were like, "Come on, man, make the jump. You got to go from LPs to CDs." And I was like, "No, I'm old school." Now I'm like all about that stuff. Yeah. What was okay. the number for that one? It was fairly high. Six. Oh, okay. Yes. I think he, I think you might have missed a couple. Maybe. Yeah. I might have. We're playing we're playing a game that you guys will hear about when we uh, when you when, when you re-listen to this you'll you'll catch it. Okay. Yeah. Our Thank listeners currently time. know. Our guests do not. Um. You'll you'll catch it. This song bangs. It does. I don't it's know good this song. It's a song. Yeah. Good uh, thank you guys for being on. This is yeah, awesome. Thank really you for having us. Cheers. Cheers. I'm excited to party with you guys tomorrow. This is our last one. Until. Uh, Deck on it. Yes. <laughs> All right. It's the last one until tomorrow. It's the last one that will air, likely, but it's the second to last one that we are recording. Um, I'd like to welcome Salad Boy on here. Uh, <laughs> I've got a lot of names here. <laughs> Chad, have you eat, how many salads have you eaten since uh, the one you had at Kings Island? Negative two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sounds about right. Yeah. That sounds the about nutritional right. value, we're way behind. But Do, Does fruit salad and potato salad count as salad? Ooh, does ambrosia, ambrosia salad ambrosia, ambrosia doesn't count. <laughs> yes, there's a throwback. How, however many ambrosias you've had does not count. I, I love when we're able oh. to throw it back full circle to a previous episode. Um, so we got Salad Boy, and we have two of my other favorite people uh, within this company. We have first or Casey. Everyone is my favorite people. I, I realize I love everyone. <laughs> I love all of my peeps. Um, but uh, I particularly at this very moment love our boy Case of Bass. Say hi, Casey. Hello. And uh, everyone's favorite hair model, Matt Weiss. Resident hippie. Yes, thank you. Oh, I like that. I'll accept that. I'll accept resident That's hippie. That's got some locks going. Dude, dude, I mean, it's it's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, you have to speak. When you speak, you have to speak into the mic. What was the last time you got a cut? Uh, that would be the week before everybody went on COVID. So, what, what? was that? March 14th or whatever of 20... That's a long time. March 14th. 2019. My favorite holiday. <laughs> One of my favorite holidays. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I... I Yes. I enjoy steaks. Um, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> nope, 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 nope. This not, is family not, friendly. Not going there. You can edit that part out. I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you got it cut on March 14th, 2020. Super long now, yeah. Yeah, it's About like, uh, it's like 18 was it even, inches. It probably wasn't even that short of a cut, right? No, I mean, <laughs> what, is, we, that, is that what your 18 hot, inches looks like? Are we playing like? the hot dog <laughs> game? This is 8 inches, right? <laughs> Wait, you can do that, but I can't make March 14th jokes? <laughs> what? Hey, I thought I'll we were partnering with Nathan, Nathan's Hot Dogs or something like that. Come on, guys. Totally. <laughs> Betcha. Um, so, Case, it's your first time on the, on the podcast. Are you excited? Yeah. It's, are, uh, are you uh, excited about tomorrow? Oh, very much so. Yeah? Uh, this will be your second anniversary party? Yep. Right? You were, you were here for last year. Yep. Uh, but this will be your first one to get to party with your brother. At yeah. our anniversary, so that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Um, 
Casey and his brother Noah are uh, our delivery our team, dynamic duo oh. delivering team, the super delivery brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Where did that come from? Every time he makes that joke, we're going to get him brothers overalls. from HGTV. <laughs> <laughs> they should get denim overalls. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, the issue is that like on Property Brothers, like the one the like reta- the realtor is like super like businessy like suit, and the other guy is like. You know, like rugged, like jeans, nice flannel, stuff like that. So I feel like you guys need to emulate that. Totally. You should probably do that. Yeah. Well, next Halloween, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's just jump right in. So, Chad, you, you are a, a regular and a frequent. Um, so everyone kind of knows what you do around here. No, and, no, they and, don't. Re- reoccurring <laughs> guests. Nobody knows what I do around here. Um, by the way, that really offends Chad. Chad would love to be called a co-host. Um, no, he's like explicitly said he doesn't want to be a co-host. Yeah, that's but, but deep down, I think I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you finally admitted it. I, yeah, because every time every time we talk about it, and we it's, it's my favorite bit. <laughs> yeah, he realizes we're recording and he's not on. He just gives me a look like, "Oh, y'all are recording that." Yeah. That's great. That's cool. <laughs> Um, but, but in particular, as it pertains to tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, you know, most of our, our team here um, understands and, and realizes the importance and the brevity of what, what our anniversary party is as it pertains to the ownership group and how long and how hard we've all fought, all of us, not just the owners, but all of us, to be here. But in particular... For you, I feel like uh, our anniversary party um, probably means a little bit more than what maybe even a lot even know, just because of um, of the year and the fight and the growth and the changes and everything that has happened uh, sure. within our sales organization. Yeah. And, for you, I have to imagine tomorrow will be pretty special. Yeah, it's going to be uh, fun to reflect on the last year. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that you've had, you've had Tim and JP and Wayne, and uh, so you've had the sales team on, and I, I think I heard Wayne earlier, uh, assuming that his uh, spot will air before, before mine. Who knows at this point? <laughs> right. <laughs> so this, spoiler alert, if, Wayne, if I'm before Wayne, but, but Wayne, uh, I heard you ask what was Wayne's favorite part of this year. He said, I got to sell draft. Yeah. Right? And, you know, that could be something that you could breeze over and it was a funny joke, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Right, everyone came back. We recovered, and we were able to sell more than just cans of beer. Yeah. Um, well, I think I think you know there's some there's some skill into selling package beer, and you know I think selling package beer uh, leans heavy to you know a lot of the marketing side. But I think as far as selling draft goes, it's a little bit more skewed on the skill and ability of your team. You know, like partnering with. Uh, retail accounts and getting to know the buyers and understanding what's going to move at those accounts. Like that's something that is always insanely impressive to me. And that skill set comes out way more. This is my, I've done a couple ride alongs. Obviously I don't sell beer, but from my understanding, what I've seen from your team, their skill set is really, really strong at selling draft beer. And that's something that I'm sure they've said it. And I'm sure you're going to emulate it too, that they were excited to get back into doing. Yeah. And I, I think the reason they are so good at selling draft beer is because their their passion for Sonder comes out when they're able to hand sell our product. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And that reflects from leadership, from ownership down, that passion 
our five pillars that we all believe in, mm-hmm. uh, that comes out in our product and that comes out in our sales team. And our, our sales team loves to uh, share that with our accounts and be able to sit down and kind of romanticize not just about the beer, but about Sonder. And you have, you have a lot more of those opportunities in uh, draft accounts than you do to, in, in, in bottle shops or, you know, in a, in a retail uh, off-premise account. For sure. Yeah. Um, but then if you think about what else has changed for us, when we sat down last year, we did not have any distribution partners. Yep. We've signed on two in the last year. Yep. Um, which gets me really excited about where we're going to go next year uh, as we continue uh, – to put Sonder flags all over the uh, the greater Cincinnati area. I think that... And northern Kentucky. Yeah. That's greater Cincinnati, in my opinion. Good point. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. What What about you, Casey? Um, being our last line of defense, right? So, so when our, our team makes the product, then we have a team that goes in and sells the product. Your last line of defense of getting that beer to the bar before it gets to the retailer. How has this year changed for you versus what last year was? Well, uh, definitely got a lot more upper body strength, uh, all those <laughs> kegs. Um, Dude, I noticed that. You were wolfing them kegs when we were setting up outside, yeah, just, man. I, I mean, look at those guns, like, though. I, no, I was looking at him. I was like, I was like, one, two, three. You ready? We're going to lift on three. You ready? And he's one, two. And he just picks it up and, like, falls into my, my he's knee He's got that here. delivery driver well, strength. That's a fresh polo, man. Don't and also like, also, like, Noah, when we load the vans in the morning, we help each other load our kegs, and he'll go, all right, we're going to go on. Like, we'll grab the keg, and it's like, one, go. <laughs> <laughs> is Noah stronger than you? It's 50-50. Oh, what? I just got. I, we need a lift off. Yeah, we got a lift off. Brothers. <laughs> Delivery brothers. Delivery uh, brothers. I'm calling them the property brothers. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with you. If I had to guess, I'm going to say you're stronger than Noah. Ooh, ooh, arm wrestling competition. Yes, I love this. Love can, this. Can we uh, can we live stream it tomorrow? Yep. Yes, you betcha. Yeah. What, what is up with this like civil war? You guys are like no, no, no. Over I don't here. think it's. I think it's a bonding opportunity. Yeah. You just got to make sure we're a couple beers deep first. Okay, deal. That, way, that way the full competition comes out. Just all the smack talking. <laughs> <laughs> are you here for this, or do you feel like it's not a good idea? I'm down for it. See? Why? 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 And I swung at my brother drunk in Wendy's bathroom. Like I know what it is to fight your brother. <laughs> <laughs> we're not asking. Is it? Is it that the? Isn't that the? A line from the Humpty Dance. <laughs> I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom. <laughs> this is this is weird. I hope this gets edited out. Like. We'll see. It'll depend on my, how I'm feeling. Anyway, moving back to the question. Um, uh, Thank you for keeping. He's on track, keeping Casey. us on track. <laughs> um, anyway, idiots. Uh, well, a cool thing too that I've noticed is I don't deliver to Kentucky, obviously, because we have our distribution partner, but. Um, my uh, one of my brothers lives uh, down in Maysville, Kentucky, which is pretty far away from the brewery. And it was really cool to walk into the gas station right by his house and see you betcha on the shelf. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's that's really cool. Yeah. And that that is a microcosm to the question, right? Like how have yeah. things changed? What's changed is our our availability is is wider now. Yeah. And uh, that's because we are the demand is there, and we're able to to make more of it. It's not because. We've sacrificed no. in our backyard, right? And that's no. what's yeah. That's what's really cool. Matt, what about you being down in production? So you have, have taken on more and more responsibility. You're stepping uh, more into, uh, hopefully, with our warehouse and logistics position soon, more into a leadership role there. 
and uh, now trained everywhere. You recently went to the NBAA conference. Mm-hmm. Just got back from Cleveland. Um, with with uh, Dylan. Absolutely. Um, does it surprise you if I tell you that on the podcast, Dylan did not consume alcoholic beverages, but instead consumed a lean protein shake? Uh, that does not surprise me. No, he's, uh, he's perpetually working on a summer body for some reason. <laughs> um, we, we dogged him for it, don't oh, we? Oh, yeah, no, we had a good time with it. No, that's I straight him, on. I call him Catholic Jesus. Have you ever seen Jesus <laughs> on the crucifix and he's all ripped and shredded? That's, 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 that's say that protein, right now. That protein shake is on brand for, uh, for him. Yeah, it, it tracks. It tracks. Uh, and he's always got, like, perfect hair, too. Like, it's just, you know. Uh, will this shock you? Um, the first session in Cleveland was at 8.30 in the morning. And I left the room at 8.27. Uh, and Dylan was still in bed with, like, well, just his uh, boxers on or whatever. You know, nothing, nothing in his hair. The hair wasn't done or anything. Had no idea what he was wearing for the day. And by the time I made it down to the lobby and got my little Greek parfait yogurt thing and made it back up, Dylan had already beat me. Into the conference room, <laughs> sitting there looking as perfect as he always does. That sounds about right. It took him less than three minutes. <laughs> Can we confirm he's not like some kind of alien that just always looks like I think perfection. he's got a twin. <laughs> Can- can we make his beer woke up like this? Ooh, Ooh that's pretty I good. Like that. I mean, that fits. I don't know. Beyonce might come after you. I don't know. If we get a C and D again, Beyonce. yep, yep. If we get if if we'll frame it. Beyonce C and D's us, we win. That's a win. I don't think it's going to have her signature on it or anything, right? No, but same idea. <laughs> but even if it comes from her people, right? I'll say it's the principle of the matter. Yeah. Wait, does she have a song called Woke Up Like This? Starts out, I woke up like this. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's I pretty think good. I blacked out and I heard Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't even know that she you had that quit drinking. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? Uh, uh, as far as what's changed, um, Nothing, nothing uh, really has changed. I mean, obviously, we're growing. Um, I would say uh, I'm learning a lot more uh, in-depth uh, pieces of, of our big brewery puzzle here. Um, I'm starting to figure out a little bit more why we do the things we do. Uh, that was one of the things I noticed up at the conference in Cleveland. They were talking about, you know, industry standards and good brewing practices and stuff. And sitting there and, and hearing other brewers ask questions about, you know, practices that we already did, like for dry hopping schedules and for, uh, you know, specific, uh, you know, or temperatures and whatnot that you're supposed to be step or stepping your yeast through for proper fermentation and pulling out the right esters that you're looking for. And these are things that we already do as a company. It just so, seem like like secondhand. Uh, like, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, but I didn't understand. I didn't understand it at the at the point or you know point in time going up there and then hearing these other breweries have massive problems with, uh, you know cans exploding on the shelf because the hops that they put in and dry hopped it still had diastetic you know uh power in them and they fermented out and exploded on the shelf and we don't have those problems god i'm so, so. happy you guys are good at your job <laughs> oh man i does your marketing head explode thinking about how to yeah, deal I'm with like that on little, social I'm media a little, i'm a little anxious thinking about having those problems and like the backlash that we would get online i'm so happy you guys are as talented as you are from top to bottom i was about to say i mean other other than that um I'm just trying to get better at my job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I'm borrowing books from Chase from his library. I'm trying to just become a little bit more educated overall. You're a sponge, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I love hearing but that. I, I That's read awesome. so slow. Uh, I'm like one of the dudes <laughs> that put his finger under every word as he reads it down his sentence. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good. That is very funny. But I, I, I love you hearing some audiobooks in your life. Right? Right. Yeah. Audiobooks. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't love... have all those brewing books and audiobooks yet. 
I love hearing that because read by a German guy. Hold on. We should start a side hustle where we get Chase to read all of the brewing books. But that only, would be awesome. But only after 10 beers. Because I want <laughs> I want him to say, man, this fucking paragraph, you don't need this. <laughs> it's his version of all of it. Uh, listen, I, I once was told, and I, I very much believe this, that the best leaders are readers. And um, I know that's uh, an alliteration or whatever. At whatever pace you read. I don't even read street signs. I just associate shape and color. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that generally would work, though. Yeah, generally, until you hit that yellow triangle, then you don't know what's happening. <laughs> that's true because it could be a lot of a number of things uh no man in all seriousness i think that's awesome i love hearing that i think everybody in our organization should know that we can always get better and and for that to be a goal that you are striving to be and and to do is, is really awesome it makes it makes me very happy and i know that uh, it really just says a lot about your character and who you are and what you're trying to be for this company. So that's awesome. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, for sure. Are you blushing over there? Jeez. Uh, no, just drinking. I've been, trying to, I've been trying to gas everyone up on this podcast. Uh, no, it's it's good. Um, it's really good. Uh, Casey, let's go back to you. I know you. Um, I know Chad as well. I don't, I don't know, Matt, if you're into this or not, but um, enjoy cooking. Uh, oh, yeah. Something you guys have a passion for. Matt? I mean... I did get this fat for a reason. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Who's the cook? Uh, you or D? <coughs> definitely, definitely Deanne on the day to day. You know, okay. she, she keeps me well fed, but uh, I make a mean breakfast. Okay. Really mean. Ooh, hey, I, I like do, that. That's a good school to have. So I just got to ask all three of you: If Danny and I were to come over for dinner, what are what are each of you cooking for us? You're trying to banana cart us with a meal. What are you yep. cooking? What's your meal? What are you cooking? Casey's got that chef background. I know. I'm I'm going to cook up a uh, asparagus and mushroom risotto. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Chad, I would have never like first meeting you. I I would have never thought you'd be a good cook. But like now getting to know you and that we're really good friends. Like I just know that you whip up some mean meals. From time to time, I, I like your chili's really good. All the food I've ever had a- from you award is really winning. good. Award winning vegetarian chili, by the way. He's <laughs> only one in the category, but award winning. <laughs> Are the leftovers good? Yes. Yeah, yeah sure. Leftovers are good. Of course. Key. Yeah. Uh, I love good leftovers. I, you can almost judge a meal by how good the leftovers are. Ooh, I disagree with that. Because some, some meals are really good, but leftovers stink. Like what? Um, a steak. Oh, yeah. true. That's probably fair. That's what I had in my head as well. You know, like reheating a steak should be illegal. That's what, that's when you take the steak and you repurpose Correct. it. Correct. Yeah, like you repurpose it. As, that's right. And something yeah. else is good. Yes. Yeah, but you a, just can't reheat a steak to eat it like you would from. Right. No, you take the, the steak from the night before and then you slice it up and make a steak and Yeah, steak Yep, that's yeah. right. I'm with you on that. Fried uh, chicken does not usually come back well. Good point. You know what? Pasta. Any pasta dish does not reheat well. I actually like cold spaghetti. I can't. Yeah, I do not. You got to know how to do pasta to heat. Whenever I make pasta, I make a lot of it because I feel like it does heat up well. That's Danny Harold meal prep 101 right there. <laughs> <laughs> Over-ordering pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Portion I, well, size one, cooks whole box. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess I don't, in, in fairness, we don't have a microwave. So when I reheat meals, it has to be reheated well either via stove or oven. I also can't imagine that you're cooking enough to feed... Your four children, you and Liz, and still have leftovers. We yeah, see that's how it was in my house growing up. Is that there were no leftovers, so we didn't I'm, eat them. Yeah, I'm cooking for me, myself, and I, so I often have leftovers. Yeah, we don't have a ton of it, 
Um, and all, honestly, when we do, a lot of it doesn't doesn't get eaten well unless I take it for lunch or Liz takes it for lunch because uh, it's again it's either tough to reheat or it's not enough food for yeah, another exactly. meal for all of it. Yeah, I get exactly. It. Yep. Going back to your question though, I'd probably fire up the grill. Either okay. like some uh, some chops or a steak or something. Okay. Okay. All right. Like pork chops. Oh yeah. Okay. Big old, big old like one inch ones. Okay. I, I could see Ooh. master grilling. Yeah. Matt. Uh, all right. So. Matt, now I want your breakfast. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want we can do breakfast. I mean. So no. Uh, well, we definitely, I definitely could do that. But if I, if I had my choice, uh, and you were coming over, which you only live right down the hill, so yep. don't be a stranger. You know, whenever. <laughs> uh, chorizo uh, infused burgers. And do like little jalapeno coins, uh, you know, like, like a little topper, little sliced jalapenos. What are you doing in like two hours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, chorizo, you say chorizo infused. You just you have ground chorizo yeah, with need, ground need beef. Need the chorizo into Ooh. the into yeah. the ground beef and do okay, a little I'm here 50 for this. 50. Oh, I'm here man. for this. Yeah, Next good. time you make that, you just let but me But also, know. Uh, yeah. breakfast master over there. Uh, we do have a line in the morning, so it's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, as soon as, Son- be, as, soon as Sonder buys on. me that Blackstone grill, we're on it, baby. <laughs> Wait, that's what you use as a Blackstone grill? That's what I'm going to use. Oh. <laughs> that would be awesome. Blackstones were made for just cooking the entire breakfast at one time. That's yep. a good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah when, when we do our, eventually when I do my outdoor kitchen, I'm going to do just a giant cooktop griddle. Yeah, just that, a, a large oversized. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, next question. What is the beer that we did not brew this year that you'd like to see come back? Oh, Matt, Matt went for the mic fast and then pulled it back. I thought it was going to be what beer do we talk about making but didn't, but never mind. Ooh, what was that going to be? <laughs> well, that was going to be an alt beer, man. I've been oh, asking yeah. for it for three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if, we, what if we brewed before that didn't come back that you want to see come back? Here's a, here's a nug for the, uh, for the super OG Sonder fans. Yep. If you were here within the first, like, yep. four months of us being open – uh, we're excited to have War back at some point in 2022, and that is one of my favorite beers we've ever done. Is it coming back with the same hop schedule, though? Uh, that's not, that's ab- not above on us. My, above <laughs> yep. my pay grade. All that's right. on whatever, whatever Chase and Luke decide there, I suppose. Right. I'd have to imagine it's close. <laughs> I mean... I don't think that it is. Really? I imagine it will be relatively different. Hmm. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that had a fair amount of like Calypso and Hollertown Melon that we don't have anymore. Um, or whole melon, not hollertail melon. Different. I just combined. Yeah, I just combined two hops. No, whole melon is what I meant to say, and I, I believe. I, I don't know. I actually don't know. But good question. I got an answer for you. Okay, I'm glad somebody did. I gave yeah. you guys I was, enough. I, was saying, uh, I have one. Here. I was just waiting. Okay. Um, mine's buzzword. Oh, uh, interesting. Okay. Buzzword was so good. Buzzword yeah. was good. Yeah. Um, uh, people yeah. slapped on that one. Though. Yeah. yeah. Was so say. Good. Uh, I'm going to be the odd one out and go with the fruit beers, like uh, Berry Mixed Up or Boggs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Boggs was a good beer. Both were gas. Yep. Both were absolute gas. Yep. If, if we did Boggs again, if I had any hand in it, I would probably up the ABV and get a little bit more body. Yeah, yeah. I think we but, would all kind of want that. Mm-hmm. I think that beer was super, super good and very, very drinkable, which is kind of, you know, it's a it's an Oktoberfest, like, type of beer as far as, like, for the season and the festival, not it's obviously not an Oktoberfest style beer, but mm-hmm. um, that's the type of fruit beer you would see at an Oktoberfest. I say you don't event. want to drink a cranberry beer at when it's ninety degrees out. Uh, yeah, a, white, a white-bodied one, yeah. I would. Yeah, if I can keep it under five percent, but that Boggs came at what three two three five. It was low. Yeah, yeah it was th- under I think four, in the four range would kind of be the money spot for mm-hmm. it. Somewhere in there, four five four eight. Um, I guess two. Uh, there, there's. 
one that we uh, did a while back, uh, I believe, was it two years ago? Uh, the Peppermint Bark Porter. Oh yep. yeah, that was a that was a really uh, good Broby. shout yeah, out. Yeah. Shout out. That Someone is the second mention we've had Who for Peppermint earlier? Bark Porter huh. uh, in the last couple of days. It was really Who good. I don't remember. Someone said that on the pod. Yep. Uh, and then if I had to think of something else, I'm trying to think of, of all of our brands. I probably, I, I was talking with Luke about this earlier. Uh, I wanted, I was leaning into trying to see if we're going to, you know, probe and see if we're going to do another Saison. Um, we, uh, got a little like gift box from, uh, Europe malt and they sent some, uh, French, uh, French Pilsner malt over. And I was like, man, dude, I want to do like a traditional French Saison. That would be be really cool. Uh, But Saison de Punchem. I that, mean, that, that would be my answer. I, yeah, I want, I want number three, number four. I mean, I want to continue that anthology. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. let's do we'll that. That's a that's beautiful beer. That's yeah, a beautiful that would be beer. my answer. Yeah. Say, can I throw uh, Taken for Pomegranate in there? Oh, Ooh, okay. nice. Yeah. yeah. I slept on Sour Weave, though. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what is, uh, what's the most memorable beer you've had this year? So, again, I will preface this like I have with our entire group, uh, with all of our, our, our sessions here. It doesn't necessarily have to be the best beer you had. The most memorable beer you had. So it could have been the best beer. It may have been the most memorable because it was the best. Or it may have been the most memorable because it was an experience you had or a moment, an occasion. You may start this one? Yeah. Of course. Right. I don't want to get too sad. Sorry. There's uh, it's, it, his mic went out. It went out. Now it's there back. There you go. All right. Yeah. I'm not going to touch it no more. Uh, so I don't want to get too sad about this, but uh, my mom did pass away earlier this June. And, um, you know, during that whole spell of being down in Texas and, and kind of essentially just waiting, waiting it out, waiting for her to, to pass. Um, you know, me and my dad had a lot of time on the front porch late at night when everybody was, you know, going to bed and whatnot. Uh, and we, we ended up, I ended up bringing a lot of Sonder beer down there when I, when I left. I, I brought like six or seven cases. So, you know, we would sit out there and drink Adela's Voss, uh, He's a fan of the Oktoberfest. I still had Oktoberfest from the year before, but, it, I mean, he he came out for this Oktoberfest. He loves our Oktoberfest. Nice. Um, but sitting out, he doesn't move too well. You know, okay. you know, you know Stumpfoot. He don't move too well. In preparation for your answer, Casey just poured himself another beer, by the way. That's amazeballs. Uh, but the... I think the the most memorable that would probably be those moments. There were probably three or four nights where we sat out there and, and we probably tied one on a little too heavy, but you know, just talking about life and and you know what what he wanted out of life versus what he got and how he felt about it and you know basically just life lessons. Just just talking with my dad about you know wh- what to expect from the years to come and and you know when you find the right person and you marry him and you know you spend a whole life together what to expect when you come to the end like real talk real talk uh, and th- that was that was probably the most memorable thing and it was it was tied directly around Sonder beer on the front porch so that's, that's awesome. awesome cool it's really cool i say now my answer is going to suck compared to that no no, no man it's no right we're, there's there's no right we're right all right over the board here let's say just uh that first batch of rally cap this year just okay. kind of it hit different love it um i love it Still up there in the top five. Okay. I love it. Great beer. Chad? I think my answer will be the same answer every year when you ask me this question. And it's just Toby Day. Mm. Like, I remember this year, we all went to lunch. Yep. And we came back and uh, (laughs) we realized that it was was Oktoberfest Day. 
So we ended up sitting in Toby the back. Toby Day is a great day. Yeah. Um, it's like one of those around here where, like, even the office folks are like, oh, dude, Oktoberfest is getting canned today. Like, yeah. We're going to get started a little early. Yep. Yeah, it, that, we need to make sure that it gets canned on a Friday every year. Yep. I kind of like that during the week. Could we could we make that like a Sonder holiday, just Toby Fest day? It kind of is a Sonder holiday, but yes, yes. Yeah. To answer your question, yes. Uh, what is your favorite memory from working at Sonder this year? So, not your favorite beer, your favorite memory from working here. And it has to be from this year, not just in general. Um, I'll make an exception. Yeah, what's your favorite memory working at Sonder? I can go. Okay. Uh, blue ice cream day. Ooh, fun. Okay. Yeah. Not the first or second drop, but the distro drop day where we sent out a metric ton of blue ice cream. A week's worth of beer in one day. Right. And Oof, that was all hands on deck. That was I all, delivered beer. That was all hands on deck. Everyone delivering beer. Everyone sweating. Just And we pulled off uh, something pretty special that day. Yeah. And it, it, you know, it's just one of those moments where it, everything that we've talked about leading up to this and you know, growing and Everyone pulling on the same end of the rope, all the cliches. Like, it was so obvious that day. And that was a task at hand. We sent out 60 barrels of beer that day. Yeah, it was awesome. I don't know. Um, For the people that don't know, that's a lot of beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 31 gallons per brewer's barrel. So that, that gives you some context. That's pretty cool. 13.77 cases per <laughs> Per barrel. Correct. Look at you, MBAA, man. Oh, that's 12-ounce cans. <laughs> that's exactly right. 10.33 of 16-ounce. Uh, Case, what about you? Favorite memory from working at Sonder this year? Um, just being a part of a family that's growing, just watching how, where we're going, uh, wondering what's next. Yep. Just looking forward to, you know, every day is a favorite memory. Yeah, that's cool. I love it. I think I have two favorite memories, two favorite days so far. Okay. Maybe even a third, you know, if we want to rank them like that. I'm all in here, man. uh, My third favorite is always uh, Kenosha Kicker Day. I love walking in and smelling all the apples and and cinnamon. Oh, my gosh. It's just, you know, falls here. Like The the smells are on point. And, of course, that day it was like 55 degrees outside. It's like Michigan summer, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, So we came in, and it was just, I mean, it hits you. It's just Christmas, fall, right in your face. Boom. Get ready for harvest season. Hold on. We never talked about this. What are, like, the all-time smells days at Sonder? Carmen's is up there. Brewing Oktoberfest. Kenosha's up there. The decoction on Oktoberfest. Toby Day. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, that would probably be my third. Uh, The second second favorite day so far, or second favorite memory, uh, I finally got my brewer's shirts. Ooh, love that. Yes. (laughs) That was a long time coming. We got that going. I've been here for three years. I'm finally official. I got my name on a shirt. Uh, and then the first and we got you bandanas. I know that was stealing my thunder. That's my favorite Sorry, day. Thank you. Shout out to Macy. Shout yeah. out to Macy over there uh, Ooh, for, for, for getting that uh, for getting those bandanas. Uh, um, I'm assuming that was you. Sorry, it was. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because Danny's been here <laughs> yeah, for like three years. And I still got one. So. I didn't pull it off. He's in my sitting time, there. Man. He's sitting there like I'm literally right here. Right. <laughs> no, it's it's fair. Uh, all right, let's hit that last segment. Is it a cover band or some college town bar where it's not a 
I feel like you guys have a problem with Chris Stapleton. Is that what's happening? Just the cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that little, little mix cut is weird. Why? What do you mean? What do you laughing Matt, chalk Matt up as a dude that definitely does not like current country. Oh, no. oh. So, yeah, bubblegum country sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> he's the guy. He's the I've guy never heard like, it called that, but that, that tracks. You know what? You're this guy. You know what? This ain't country. Get this off the country radio. This ain't country. Use it off country radio. Yeah. Get, yeah. Don't get See, I'm not gonna get. It's not too. Gonna get. Gonna get out here on that ball. Gonna go Creole on him. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys know the drill. So, Case, uh, you've listened before. You know that this is all about uh, giving us a song that you have on repeat right now. Oh man. We can. Uh, so, so a song that you just can't stop listening to. Um, our third co-host, Chad, over here. Uh, what What Rick do you have? Guess. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's uh, my favorite bit. In honor of uh, our anniversary, I'm going to go with Birthday by the Beatles. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I love it. All-time classic. Do you got one case or you want me to go? Uh, you can go ahead and go. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to pick out of a couple so, that I've been. Uh, that song definitely was not released this year, right? Nope, not released this year. So, I uh, <laughs> I've started a couple. Uh, I've started a couple of radio stations over the last week uh, with uh, the Polish ambassador. Uh, Let the rhythm just. Is that a new song? Uh, I don't believe so. I believe it's definitely not. Probably like 2010s, something like okay. that. All right. Mm. Um, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I went to fretboard and they had this playing over the uh, their house music. It's a song called Yiddish Spinach. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a couple inside jokes out on the bus about that, but yeah. you know, can you spell it for me? Oh God, don't make me spell Yiddish. Right Yiddish. There, right? Yiddish. Yeah. Y i d d i s h. That's an older song too, right? Uh, it's fairly recent. Yeah, is that this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about this year. I don't. Why does it have to be this year? Well, you're about to find out. Oh God, is he playing more bubblegum country? He might. I found it. How old is it? What are you listening to? <laughs> Um, it's, uh, 2018. Oh, 2018. Okay. All right, boys. Well, here's the deal. Go ahead and cue one of these songs up here. I have Casey's. This is Yiddish spinach. You're not playing the whole thing. It's like 15 minutes, but. Oh, we're definitely not playing the whole thing. We've been playing a drinking game. We've been playing a drinking game this whole time. And so our, our listeners are cued in. Um, Danny and I are clued in. Our guests do not know. So each interview, we've been playing a drinking game. You guys took the cake by a mile. We have yeah. drank more during we've this We've exceeded one. my number, right? Yeah, and you contributed to like 50% of these, dude. Yeah, I fluffed the numbers. All right, well, you know, some of so, us have that first-time anxiety, so, you know, I got to do something. So uh, if someone swears, that's a drink. Danny did five of six. There were six in this episode. Mm-hmm. Danny did five of them. After a couple of beers, I swear a lot. <laughs> So are we being punished for this? Or is Danny no, no, no. Punished? We were drinking to the drinking game, but it was more for our consumers to drink while we were listening to the podcast. Yeah, so we were trying to clue in and have a good time with our listeners because this episode always is long and draws out, right? So we were trying to have some fun with them. Uh, when a can gets opened or a new beer gets poured as a drink, uh, there were six of those. There were six of those. Five... Uh, Five were Danny and I, and I one was cans. Casey. I opened two cans. Okay. Well, then that number's seven. Uh, Good amount of drinking in this one. 
And uh, you guys, you guys were the first episode to hit us on this one. We knew <laughs> Man, it was coming. Man, I knew too. it was coming with you, Chad. Yeah, I knew it. If someone refers to one of our beers by its inside brewer nickname, oh, we said Toby a lot. A Toby, <laughs> and that one wasn't finish. That wasn't a drink. That was finish your drink. Oh, so there was oh. a span that got mentioned three times where where Danny and I had to finish three drinks. One of those was Danny. I know. <laughs> I know. You said it twice. He said it a third time. <laughs> uh, and then it's one drink if during the last segment you mention a song that was not released in 2021, and all three of you. I think we've only had like one or two songs <laughs> released in 2021. Well, to be like, you should have known. With I, I've been on the podcast semi regularly as a. Yeah. Semi co-host, recurring guest. <laughs> uh, I've never given a song in this current decade. Well, that one wasn't one that we were expecting to like everyone to do, but it was just like something to add to the. Yeah. Team, we wanted right? a music one, yeah. So, in totality, uh, next time I request watermelon sugar high. It <laughs> is a good song, objectively. Did I lose? Uh, Nineteen I was this one. Yeah. Wasn't my number for the whole thing like 22 or something? Mine was like in the 40s. Yeah. yeah. You win. Good job, guys. Yeah. Um, hey, cheers to you guys. Seriously, thank fun. you. Thank it was a lot of fun. Oh, okay, so Case, you can't you... cheers on a... Can't, can't cheers on an empty glass. Cannot right? cheers to an empty glass. Well, thank we did you guys such for a good job with this the drinking fun. game. Cheers. Um, cheers, guys. Thank you. What'd appreciate you say? I appreciate all of you. I said we did such a good job with the drinking game. There's no beer left. Even though Justin and I were the only people playing. Thank you guys, you rock.